Welcome to the Viewpoint Podcast with your host, Henry Grosek. Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grosek. It's me great pleasure to welcome for the first time to uh, Viewpoints and uh, Karen Gomez, who's the CEO of Paint Back, who are celebrating their sixth birthday. And as I said off air to Karen a moment or two ago, um, I was not aware of uh, the fact that they existed. And uh, gee whiz, the work they do is great. But firstly, welcome to Viewpoints, Karen Gomez. Thank you, Henry. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yes. Now, as I said, I knew nothing about Paintback. Tell us a bit about your organisation for a start. We're a relatively new organisation. Uh, we just celebrated our sixth anniversary uh, a couple of weeks ago, Henry. So, you know, the word is getting out there. We started six years ago when the paint industry in Australia said, look, we all share a problem. Everyone has leftover paint. How do we work together as competitors, put aside our competitive urges, how do we work together to create a scheme for people to drop off their paint responsibly, keep it out of the environment? But more importantly, can we repurpose all those materials uh, in a higher recovery way, in a better use, in a better way, so that it doesn't end up in landfill and we stop drawing down on our natural resources? It's really a circular economy concept, which you know I think people are hearing that phrase more and more these days and really it's pretty exciting to see an industry voluntarily work together to try and solve this problem. Yes, um, th th that's so because um, conventional wisdom for many people would be that that that's not something that uh, a lot of uh, commercial organisations do beyond lip service. So congratulations. Now you go right back to the beginning of it. You're um, you're as much as anybody the 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 founder, I guess, of this idea. Yes. Look, I was really fortunate to cross paths with the Australian paint industry at the right time, I guess. Probably about ten years ago, twelve years ago. That's when the discussions in the industry came together, and you know talking with state governments and councils, talking with paint resellers, they really had to talk to the whole supply chain to bring them together. And, I mean, I guess what's really terrific, Victoria was, the, I guess, the incubator for that. We worked with Sustainability Victoria, uh, who provided that kind of support for industry to meet and sort through the questions that they have, how do we design it, what's the information we need to know what this thing would look like in the end. So... I came along about seven years ago and uh, really I said, look, in my experience in the past, I've worked with excellent schemes in the agricultural sector that deals with uh, chemical packaging and um, leftover chemicals and uh, bringing that experience, how can we grow on that and develop something that's really unique to the paint industry? So, yeah, so seven years ago uh, I started this journey and um, I can say that I Back then, I couldn't have told you what, what we look at today. It's it's an amazing example of how everyone contributes, everyone collaborates, and uh, we've got this great scheme that not only collects collected 36 million kilos of paint since the day we started, uh, we're now looking at a really exciting research program that's seeing unwanted paint used in really different uses so that we can extend the life of that paint, make better products, uh, and then, obviously, the benefits of keeping it from landfill and out of the environment. 
Mm. Um, yeah, landfill and waterways. I mean, um, it wouldn't have been that long ago. A lot of people would have just poured it down a stormwater drain. I'm sure that's happened and you'd be aware of that. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's the temptation, I guess. And so that's why it's really important to create a collection network that is easy for people to use. And we also made sure that trade painters could use that same collection scheme. Um, previously, historically, councils dealt with just residents. You know, your ratepayers could use the transfer stations to drop off paint, and that was funded by um, the state government. Uh, but really, with paintback stepping in uh, and working with the governments now, trade painters can use the same sites, uh, and everyone who uses paint is able to use paintback. Okay, so how easy is it? Let's just say I've got um, five or six litres, uh, a tin and a half of um, paint that I'm not going to use again and it's sitting in my garage, uh, which actually it is. <laughs> what, what, what do I, I – I, I, I have not thrown it out in the rubbish. I've just got it sitting there. Uh, so I at least haven't done the worst thing possible. So what do I do if I want to – access this uh, you know, paint back? What, what would be, I live in one Turner South, what would I do? Well, I think uh, first thing you'd be saying, well, where can I drop it off? And, uh, you know, you've got the Hampton Park Resource Recovery Centre, Frankston Future, uh, and, and the site in uh, Pakenham, Future Recycling. Um, so these are all kind of in and around the Casey area. The great thing is, with paint back, you can use any of our drop-off points. So if you happen to be, you know, if you're a tradie, Travelling across town, you happen to be going past one of our sites, you can drop off your unwanted paint. But really, paintback.com.au is what we tell people. Put in your postcode and it will tell you all your local sites. So once you know where you're going to drop it off, uh, you can use those sites during their operating hours, drop your paint off, uh, and then that's it for you. Then it's over to me. We we then uh, collect the paint. Um, We use uh, third-party contractors to do that. Uh, and that paint is then um, aggregated. We sort and separate it out. You've got the water-based paint, the solvent paint, plastic and steel packaging, and then we recycle the packaging. And then interesting things happen with the uh, solvent paint um, used by the cement industry as a alternative fuel instead of burning coal in the manufacture of cement. So that's a really great carbon footprint saving. Um, and uh, the water-based paint, it gets treated, we dewater it, and the, um, the, the remaining uh, slurry or sludge goes to landfill, unfortunately, but it's probably about, I don't know, 30 40% goes to landfill rather than the 100%, um, and, uh, or, or it may be incinerated, um, which is, you know, it's not in landfill, but that's not a great result really either because it has no calorific value. So as I mentioned our research is really focusing on that water-based paint because we can see there's valuable materials in that. It doesn't need to be dewatered or treated. We can use it in things like concrete as an admixture. We're even looking at how do we extract the titanium dioxide out of that paint and it can be reused again in virgin paint. So some really exciting groundbreaking stuff happening there. Yeah, just mention that titanium dioxide. That uh, What sort of a chemical is that? Well, it's titanium with two um, oxygen atoms attached to it. Essentially, it's what makes paint white. Right. Anything that you see with, which is white, it's in makeup, it's in it's in plastic. So it's it's a a colorant, I suppose, if I could put it in simple terms. Um, so it's a really highly energy intensive process to create titanium dioxide. They take the titanium ore, they've got to take it up to you know over 
1,500 degrees Celsius, and then they also take it down to minus 20 degrees in order to create that titanium dioxide powder. Um, so, you know, that's something that if we can keep reusing the titanium dioxide, it's going to be a really big impact on not drawing down on our uh, natural resources, but the energy involved in creating the titanium dioxide. So we're really focused on trying to have success in that area. Mm, well, that's a win-win-win. We need to take a short break. Can you hold the line, Karen? For sure. Welcome back to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grussack. I remember a discussion with Karen Gomez, the CEO of Paintback. Welcome back, Karen. Thanks. Now, Karen, um, we were talking before about the research you're doing. How far down the track do you think you're getting with that research to um, be able to um, recycle the constituent parts of um, water-based paint? Well, look, we've been working with Monash University on that, which, um, you know, another great institution here in Victoria. Um, you know, we operate nationally. We work with many different universities in New South Wales. Um, we've done some work in uh, Queensland as well. But uh, when it comes down to the titanium uh, dioxide, we've had some great results uh, at the lab level. Um, and so we need to take it through our uh, kind of process and, and scaling up. So it's some really positive um, results already. But, uh, you know, the challenges of taking what's been sitting in your garage, and if you think what's been sitting in the garages in your street and for how long and the, the different mixes of things, you know, this is the real challenge we're facing in trying to become circular economy is taking what's left over and and turning it into something that can keep getting reused. So there's a lot of challenges along the way, and that's why our research programs are really thorough. You know, we want to make better products. We want to make products with no legacy. They've got to be good for the environment. So we've set really high bars for ourselves. Um, but, you know, it's promising every every little breakthrough. You know, you feel you're getting closer to that nirvana of, yes. uh, you know, products that decouple from using up our natural, natural resources, you know, that we the stuff that we don't use we can use again and again. You know, that's that's what keeps me excited each day, Henry. It's almost that's a renewable uh, energy source and the most recent federal election we had, there was a great indication among the community for action there. Now, presumably Australia's not the only country in the world that's uh, interested in, in this. So what's the international scene looking like? Well, look, it's a really uh, – it's a bit of a mixed bag out there. If you look to North America, they have quite mature um, programs and schemes Um Operating so in Canada, I'd say they've probably got the the longest running uh, collection schemes there, and it's similar that you know you drop it off at the council and they you know they pick it up and um, and they and they have their various treatment pathways. Um, I guess where we're different is that we our our level of focus and investment in research to find new products. Um, what happens in other countries as uh, a lot of waste to energy. So local, drop it off at local council and, and then they put it through their waste-to-energy uh, plant. So it's a varied picture overseas, um, though I think although we're young here in Australia, we're, we've taken some of the best things of overseas, the best things that happen here. And in our, in our great way that we do in Australia, we've in, innovated for something that really is fit for purpose for our country. Mm. Now, now, one of the things is always the question, <laughs> how do you fund your, your organisation? Because the not-for-profits are always um, 
are always uh, challenged on shoestring budgets often, but you've got an interesting you've got an interesting approach. Yeah, we've got a different model in the sense that when you look at when we buy paint, the price of paint really doesn't include what it costs to manage it when you don't need it anymore. And uh, the paint industry said, well, we should reflect the cost of that. We should get the, and our price should reflect what it costs to pick up the paint from a transfer station and get it treated and sent to a, a cement kiln. You know, this is all costs. We pay everyone to help us. Um, and so th- they've agreed, and with the permission of the ACCC, apply 15 cents per litre to architectural and decorative paint uh, sold here in Australia. So the really great thing is all the major brands uh, that we're familiar with have got on board and they all apply the levy, well, with the 15 cents per litre, um, and then that gets passed through to when you and I buy paint in a re- reseller, a paint reseller or a big box hardware store, we're actually paying 15 cents a litre. That funds comes back to Paint Back Limited. That's the company that I run. We're a charity and not-for-profit, which means that those funds can only be used for our purpose, which is to collect the paint, research for new uses, keep it out of landfill, and, uh, you know, the, the whole environmental sustainability task that uh, we're entrusted with, um, that money can't go to any other purposes. So it's a really important um, aspect that we are a charity because that people have confidence that when you pay your 15 cents per litre, you know it has to go to dealing with the unwanted pain. It's quite it's quite a, a step uh, for the commercial organisations to do that because I do know that, um, well, everybody's on tight margins. Everybody's mm. trying to make a living. We've had the pandemic now for over two years. Mm. To, to get that sort of agreement across the major um, producers, paint, paint manufacturers, that would have been, I would have thought, no small effort because, you know, they're all trying they're, – they're competitive. Yes. You, I mean, you've, you, it is no small effort. And we shouldn't underestimate the leadership that that took from individual companies to say, hang on, for the greater good, we should work together. And that's why, you know, when I said it's 10 years ago, this it takes time to bring organisations to the table and agree to work together on a common problem. It doesn't happen a lot in Australia, um, but I can tell you that the pain industry has really gone from strength to strength with this model of cooperation. It's much better for everyone to share the task and the load. No one company could do this for everyone. You know, it wouldn't be fair if one company carried the cost for the entire industry. It's not sustainable. So you really need to get everybody into the tent, and the paint industry is a leading example of that. You know, we have more than 90% of paint sold in Australia contributes to the scheme. So they're all stepping up. Probably some PR on that. I mean, I didn't realise that until I came across um, the work that you do as we were preparing for this this um, interview, Karen, uh, mm-hmm. because there is cynicism out there and some of it's justified about big business and just what is their environmental footprint in practice as distinct mm-hmm. from some of the PR we hear from them. So, mm-hmm. It's, mm. uh, it's something that we could promote. The other thing too is, and again, here's something, and it comes up in your publicity blurb, more than half of people didn't know their organisations to help them dispose of unwanted paint 
and yet one in three Australians, 36%, have paint stored away. So that's mm-hmm. a, another aspect. Um, you've got plenty on your plate. <laughs> yeah, look, it's it's getting the word out there. But also I think, you know, some people still hang on to that paint because they've got a use for it. Mm. And, you know, whether it's touch-ups or, you know, uh, doing doing the paint job again, um, and that's the best use for paint, really. You know, fit, use it for what it was created uh, what we're dealing with is the paint no one has a use for anymore and, you know, we can see a new life for that paint. Um, and getting the word out there, you know, our, our research says probably one in five houses have heard of paint back and, you know, it's not an everyday task, is it? You're not painting your house every day but we know that trade painters, nearly 90% of trade painters know of us, they're satisfied with the service. So so that's really really pleasing because I think initially people weren't sure what what's this all about this paint back I'm paying the levy but really what now that we've established we've got 160 sites across Australia um, we've collected we're collecting about 10 kilos a minute basically since we started that's the equivalent of a bowling ball every minute when you and I are awake and are asleep it's incredible. And so when people see that and they participate in the scheme, they see the benefit it brings, then that's really reassuring. So it's only, the only way is up, I'd say, Henry, and, and there's more and more people hear about the scheme and, and experience mm. it. You know, it's it's a it's a really good service. In some respects you've got you got a wonderful, almost perfect job because I'm I'm sure you go to work every day, Karen, and you can believe hundred percent in what you do. Yep, I certainly do, and so does the team here in Paintback. We're really engaged in our purpose. Every day we see the work we do is furthering our purpose around providing a net benefit to the environment and to the community, and it's really it's it's great to be able to be so motivated and, and know that every problem you're solving is really making a difference. Absolutely, and I'm just so honoured to be able to as part of the Viewpoints program and uh, be able to support and... Uh, profile the work you're doing so thank you for that opportunity no thank you for your support it's great to meet like-minded people absolutely if people want to find out more once again how would they do that karen simple as paintback.com.au and uh, you'll find all of our sites there you'll find out about our research program uh, how the scheme works it's our one-stop shop uh, and any other ways um, to contact us through our call center etc so paintback.com.au Wonderful. That was Karen Gomez, Paintback CEO, a wonderful NGO. Listeners, just look them up, and if you've got paint there that you don't have a use for ever again, um, it'll go to great use with Paintback. We'll take a short break. Don't go away. You've been listening to the Viewpoints Podcast, hosted by Henry Grossek and produced by Rob Kelly. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and rate us via Apple Podcasts. 